back to this week's episode of the Anomaly Podcast. Here with your host KB. Uh, what am I? Boring. You know what time it is. It's Nick Soul. Yeah, guys, we're back. I know last week's episode, y'all saw some video. This week, though, we are on video, and we got our producer, Adrian the Don, in the back as well, too. Hey, shout out, you know? Shout out to Yeah, man. You're not going to see me while I'm back and forth and all this dumb shit, man. We got AJ in the rack running, running the tank, man. AJ, we appreciate you. And one of these days, y'all might see him. Maybe not. He probably will. We'll see. This week, you know, we're going to talk about um, some of the things we noticed. You know, all, all five of us here, we go to the gym, we work out. Um, you know, we notice a lot of, you know, positives, but also negative things about gym culture and, you know, fitness influencing and fitness just in general. Um, you know, we're going to talk about some of the myths about fitness as well, too. The positives of going to the gym, but also, you know, some of the things that we think would help you guys. Some of the things that also helped us personally as well, too. I know um, Nate Swole here, you know, starting the name. Mr. Swole has been working out for how long now? Ten, ten straight years. Ten straight years. I've been up for ten years. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. You guys are the biggest option they got, bro. Appreciate it, brother. Yeah, dedication. Appreciate dedication. It. Appreciate dedication. Honestly, hard work, hard work. Hard work. Plus hard work. Patience. <laughs> <laughs> ten years, man. Like for you, like have you noticed like a difference when you first started working out, like not in your life, but like in the gym in general versus now, like in the culture? Honestly, there's a lot more people working out now. Like yeah, I started right after high school, so it's me and like a lot of older people. But now, because of like Instagram, TikTok, it's just like the, that's a good thing. A lot of people are actually swarming, <clears throat> swarming to the gym. So mm. that's good. Okay, I was surprised by that answer because I'm not gonna lie to you. I've seen more like fat people or obese people, you know, lately out, and so it's like, and I know I think I read a stat somewhere that I think in America, one in every third or fourth person is is like obese. Seeing so, you know, that the fact that I'm going to the gym is very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, what, what do you think that's the case for? For why is there obesity or why? Well, well, why? How is that? There's more people going to the gym, and then there's also like a rise in like oh, yeah. obesity. You know? I think because like when you go to the gym, there's a certain amount of people that like make gym their lifestyle. Yeah. The cool thing about the gym, like uh, Nate was saying, is like it's actually one of the most welcoming environments. Whether you're an amateur when you first come in, like Sudan, you and Nate are really good with that. You know. <laughs> Cool. Because, <laughs> because like they show young people and stuff that have bad form and stuff mm. how to work out properly. Mm. But then if you look at society as a whole, mm. we just have people that are more overweight and obese. That's it. Just because of the culture and the food quality. That's what you mean. That's what you mean. So it's kind of like two extremes, huh? Yeah. It's hard to find a happy bit of these days, huh? Mm. You know, speaking of you know people that like, help you out with form and coaching, you know, kind of do that guys in the gym. So Don, I know you wanna you wanna shout some people about it. Hey man, yo, shout out to Sam and Danny. <laughs> Those guys, man, I'm telling you right now, yo, I came last to the gym, you know? Well, not really, but I, I knew my, you know, those was like the basic stuff. Yeah, those yeah. guys put me on like, you know, time and attention, all that stuff, which we'll break down later. Yeah. But yo, shout out to those two guys. I'll be honest, they, they helped me like with a lot of stuff. Matter of fact, yo, they hooked this tech, yeah, technique, you know, I'm gonna just cut it right there. But you know, they gave me like, you know, the goal one, twos, work out with them every now and then, you know, yeah. push me and stuff like that. And I, I actually figured out more stuff because of that, mm-hmm. and now I'm gonna give back what I, you know, what I was taught. Cause the, actually, I mean, that, that's what I was doing last time. Remember? Yeah. I, like, yo, that's the thing about gym culture. There's a lot of negatives and there's a lot of positives. We'll, get, we'll break that down like as we go in yeah. as well. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Shout out to those two guys. Yeah, I'll be honest. Yeah, aren't they? They, they both have the pro card, right? Uh, no, Sam, I think is going for his pro card. Um, 
this year, I think. Okay. But they have a competition too. Back to back, they had a competition in uh, July. Yeah, a couple months. Ago. Yeah, they have another one coming. Yo, those guys, when I tell you, they're like 100% with Barrio. I think I'll lose my mind if I went to that stage. Because mm -hmm. they're, they're like, I'm like, well, maybe, maybe it could be a stretch, like 50 grams of carbs throughout the day will work and then come to the gym to hammer us on the legs. And when I tell you, this guy's hit every set. Like you stay last? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit, man. Yeah, I think I really it's a different level of dedication and sacrifice. That's true, bro. Yeah. yeah, man. Talking about winning competitions, your boy Nate Swole out here won first place too at a bodybuilding competition. Yes, you did. That, I was forgot about that. You're right. You, you know what I mean? You should be humble. I've been on. I've been on two shows, yo. One, yeah. one was 2018, 2017, okay. and then one was right after that. So first one was in Calgary. Damn. I did a. Uh, yeah, WMVF. So there's people, seven people in my class. Yeah. So I was, I was right in the middle. Shit, right I, placed, I placed number four. Yeah. You know, that was my first show. You, I think you're the only hardest shot that actually went for like a bodybuilding show. Do you have anyone else? Yeah, do you know what's crazy though? I know this is whatever. Yeah. But you know the picture that I saw? It's like this girl was a mess. Yeah. Like, yo, I, I, I don't mean he was, but he was that shredded, you know what I mean? He was shredded. Yeah. 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 like, Oh yeah, because you weren't on a huge yeah, cut. Right? You were sitting, sitting at like, I was probably like, probably six, six, five, maybe five percent body fat. Wow. How did you survive in winter? Five percent? Your face, you literally, you know, your face, your face sinks in. You don't look healthy. You had six percent body fat? Yeah. So then you, did you, you had to maintain that before the show, like a few weeks to get up to six percent, right? Yeah, I saw, I started off, I was like, Three months ahead, so twelve percent body fat. Damn. Wow. So it was it was a twelve week cut for that first show, but it's hard. Yeah. It's not easy, man. You know, man. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you just because I don't. Everyone's gonna be wondering this in their head. Probably ask the comments as well too. Are you natty? One hundred percent natty. Born and raised. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. thank you. This guy hooked me up with Adas, yo. Some serious good stuff. It's like pro games too. Yeah. Did you, did you have to do any extremes to get to 6% body fat and keep it like, I know a lot of people that do like Epsom salt baths, they like do the water thing where they take a lot of water in, but then as they get closer to this show, they decrease water. Did you do any extremes? Honestly, no, man. All, all I did was track everything I ate, track everything on paper, cardio, and then I, I really have to cut, cut myself off from like mm. a lot of social events, you know what I mean? Oh, I see. Even yeah. like from like family dinners. Yeah, I can see like that. that. I can see. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, because it, it's it's so straight, mm. and like one little thing can throw you off. So yeah. You know, sometimes, sometimes obviously, you know, you have like refeed days, but especially the last three weeks, you gotta be you gotta be dialed in. Yeah. Especially especially if you're natural, it's like. Yeah. You know, I'm not taking diuretics, yeah. nothing like that. So you yeah. gotta you gotta be dialed in. Yeah, it's hard, I mean, and honestly, your testosterone goes down too because it's like you're not of course, eating yeah. that much. I was eating like 1400 calories oh, like my last man. couple of weeks, yeah, even lower the last week. So it's hard, but yeah, it's, really hard. it's worth it, you know. Yeah, it's worth it, fair enough. Yeah. But you know what, though? That shows right there how much of an expert you are in the gym. You've got a lot of experience in it. Now that, you, now that you brought that up, you know, I think the gym has brought a lot of good things in your life, right? So I want to bring up some like positive things about gym culture that you've noticed. Like, what have you noticed like in the gym culture now, or even before when you first started working out? What are some positive that you noticed about the gym culture? Everybody's there for the same reason. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Everybody's there to be happy. Everybody's there to be healthy. Yeah. So 
like it doesn't matter. On every gym I've been in, it's like everybody's supportive. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So this, I've never really had any negative experience. So everywhere I go, it's just like everybody's working out, helpful. Mm -hmm. It's it's been good. You know what I mean? I and you know, there's a saying. I, I saw it. I did like downtown. It's like right. you know, the groundwork for all happiness. It's like it's health. You know yeah, I mean? so yeah. It's, that's that's the foundation. Yeah, yeah. I think I was watching an um, uh, interview one time, and um, a lot of um, like wealthy people in the um, South American region, a lot of them, the majority of the things they spend their money on is actually their health. Mm. Their health, what they eat, and how they treat their body. Like they spend millions of dollars on it. So that's crazy. Imagine spending millions of dollars on just your health, and like some people don't want to like buy a gym membership for like, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, the one one puts meals into his body. I remember that uh, quote from Steve uh, Jobs where he talked about like a homeless man is wealthier than me because of his health because mm. he had billions of dollars to buy whatever he wanted but once he had cancer he was like I literally can't buy another day of my life okay. but this homeless man is worth you know he's wealthier than me so health is really wealth yeah, yeah. that's fine mm -hmm. my, my perspective on uh, like the gym culture like you were saying everybody's there to improve yeah. and it's honestly one of the best places I'm a man, so I'm just speaking from a man's perspective yeah. on it. But it was one of like the best places to be as a man because like, first it puts you up in an area where it's like brotherly love and brotherhood. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was always inviting, whether you're skinny or thin or you're overweight. Yeah. Everybody's trying to help you improve, give you tips on your form, encourage you. And so like people are kind of shy or nervous to go into the gym, especially if they're super skinny or they're overweight. Yeah. But once you get in there and you see gains and stuff, it's honestly one of the most encouraging places to be like there's such a positive energy and encouragement mm -hmm. and no matter what level you are on from IFBB pro to like amateur everybody's just trying to be a better version of themselves yeah, yeah so yeah. like people are encouraging you on your journey so I see this one thing on Instagram I swear to god it was a picture of basically like it was like a timeline basically it was like a really really like skinny like out of shape person whatever and it was the person to his right and they like pretty pretty built pretty like you know like maybe someone who looks like some dumb like, well, they look like a line monitor here they look at him they're like yo Yo, that guy right there, yo, I want to look like him. Then someone looks like one of Mark, looks the person who's right. And someone that looked like Nate, looked like Nate, and he was like, yo, I gotta look like him. Mm -hmm. Everybody looked like Nate, he was looking at someone like Sam, mm -hmm. right, or Danny. And looked at him and said, yo, I gotta look, I gotta look, look like them. Yeah. So we're just showing, you know, like everyone's trying to be better than the other person, right? I mean, no one's really happy with where they're at. Once you hit your goal in the gym or anything in life, it's like, then you're focused on the next goal. Yeah. But, but one thing, uh, like, that was also like a great part uh, of the gym, like us, like like when Amaro was doing stuff like that <laughs> yeah. too. Is also like the mental benefits because he was talking about it on a podcast a little while ago, where he's like, "There's some buff dudes that come to the gym yeah. and they actually come for their mental health. Like they yeah, have a great yeah, physique. Yeah. Not as it only good for your physical body, but like everybody goes through challenges and tribulations in their mm -hmm. life. But like working out is such a benefit for your mental health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, endorphins. It increases like decreases your Cortisol and just makes you feel good when you look good you feel good like all of us we go to the gym tired from work from helping our families Yeah, yeah. and we always feel better after the gym. Yeah, and so even for your mental health It's, it's such a game-changer, you know, yeah, yeah. and he was bringing that point up last time so <clears throat> Dropped a gem for us. Yeah, man. Yo, for us, man. Yo, honestly, I gotta cook it up. So I'm gonna let you guys talk a little bit more because I got some more content <laughs> 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 When you said next person is up, yeah. you remember the one time where I was like 200, 205, maybe 210? Damn. I was a big boy. I was a big No, but this was like recently, remember? And then, yo, like when I when I look at myself, yeah. I'm big to my eyes. 
when I'm standing next to this guy, I'm like, I need some work, mm. you know? Then this guy looked at Danny because he was taking a picture with us, and Danny was like, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, he was like, the funny thing is that he was like, yo, I thought me and Danny had the same arms, but he's bigger than me. Mm. I'm like, that's crazy. I actually didn't see that until right now. Now that I actually think about it, they're more negatives than positives. And I'm, I'm talking about in general, gym, food, whatever it is. And I think we should let him go first, because, you know, hierarchy, 10 years. <laughs> There's a lot that, you know, he could talk about. You want me to speak on the negatives? Yeah. The gym culture? Yeah, all, like the negatives. Well, there are a few positives, but I want you like, to talk about the negatives well, from what you've seen, right? From those 10 years that you've... Yeah, honestly, the only negative thing that I noticed recently, not that I've seen anything in person, but it's like... You know, Joey Swall on Instagram, yeah. he, he, mm. he exposes people that roast others, you know what I mean? Yeah. Based on their forms or based on like their body, whatever it is. So that, that, that shit I don't like, you know what I mean? Mm. Shaming people that are there. The Lord like trying to better themselves, but that, that's honestly it. But yo, I I agree with you on, on that. I think one some of the negatives from gym culture, just fitness culture, is like people don't understand whether you're a pro athlete in it or just amateur. A lot of people have body dysmorphia yeah. in it because you get to a point like like one rep was talking about or Nate. Like these guys are in great shape, even KB, but like it's never enough. Yeah. Right? So like, it doesn't have to be as far as anorexia or bulimia, like, which probably a lot of women do go through in the fitness culture. Yeah. But it's like, it's never enough, right? Yeah. No matter how big you are and stuff. So like, it's not just people that are skinny or overweight, but even people that have great fitness. You have that body dysmorphia and body imaging issues. Like when I was cutting uh, for my vacation, like I got 6%, almost 7% body fat percentage before I, I flew out to Latin America. And I remember like you were talking about like the anxiety and like almost depression because like I couldn't go out to social events and I had to be so careful what I was eating that it felt like almost like it was for a goal but it was like anxiety producing because mm -hmm. I can't go hang out with people because I'm so irritated. I'm at such a low body fat percentage right. that like I'm actually irritable so I can't go out. And I also can't go out to parties and hang out with friends or dinners and stuff because I don't know what I'm gonna be e yeah, eating. It's not gonna hit my goal. So like it affected your social life right. and then also affected your mental health a little bit. But you know what you're doing. So like cutting, for example, for cutting for me specifically, was more mentally challenging than it was physically challenging. Like, I can get to the low body fat percentage, but mentally it was difficult watching what was on my plate 23 hours yeah, yeah, yeah. and then being irritable, messing with my sleep, yeah. dreaming of food. <laughs> once I hit like, like 8% body fat, bro, I was dreaming of food. Fair enough. Because it's like you're such on a low cut. So those things I felt like it was a... Uh, like there's a lot of mental health that's tied to it. Okay. Honestly, yo, uh, that's true, yo. For me too, it's just like at one point I was so obsessive about what I was mm. eating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, should I eat this? Should I not? <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, like, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm just like, I, was, I just became so obsessive, especially yeah, yeah. when I was like, just before the show too. Oh yeah. But, and then after that, once I got more experience, I realized okay, mm -hmm. I can actually have balance. You know what I mean? But at a certain point, especially if you don't, if there's not a lot of experience, mm -hmm. it's like you get very obsessive, like as in like black and white, yes or no. You know what I mean? But there's a balance, and yeah. But that, yeah. that's that's probably the worst thing for me. Honestly, yo, this is actually kind of funny. While you guys were talking, I was actually cooking up some nice stuff, yo. So yo, hear me out. So yo. 
um, like one of the main topics that we're gonna revisit after this is food. And you know, the second thing about he said about you know how Joey Soul is busting like people and stuff. One thing that I hate, negatives especially, is you know those those uh, fitness influencers. They like you know, the ones that are like you know in like some kind of some kind of juice, you know. Oh, I see what you, you know. Yeah. But like yo, know, those guys are they're they're trying to sell their products. So like yo, know, you take this, you take creatine. If you buy this, you're gonna look like me, right? Use my code. Yeah, yeah use my code to do this, whatever. But that's garbage. But yo, back to the food. You know my name. You know Costco. Body party. Body party. But yeah, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this because yo, know, it's one of like one of the things I actually came to a conclusion is. It'll take you three months to cut, but it will take you forever to build to put on muscle. So the people that are actually afraid of adding weight, they can lose it in three months, given that they have dedication and the consistency as well, right? Because I'll be honest with you, I couldn't, you know, putting on like going to 200 pounds. Yeah, it was it was it was killer. Like I'll be honest with you, I had to actually time my food. Well, yo, shout out to Sam once again. He's the one that helped me like fix everything up. I started my meal at six a.m. Mm. I had to wake up at five thirty to cook. Like it was eggs and stuff like that. Yo, I had to eat throughout. I had like seven times seven meals throughout a day. And like yo, you put on like all that, you're like, oh no, I'm getting fat, you know, that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about body dysmorphia too, right? Mm -hmm. And it does get you mentally. Of course it does. Which is also another negative. Yeah. But it also builds like, you know, the discipline and all. Like how bad you want it. Yeah. You get mental resiliency. Absolutely. Exactly. Because most people are trying to lose weight. So then to be on the other side, because there's a few people, right? Like to gain weight, it's having a difficult time gaining weight. Like you get to a point. Three, four thousand calories plus. It's actually tough. You feel like you're stuffing yourself. So a lot of people don't see like the difficulties of bulking because it sounds nice. Oh, I have to eat more. Yeah. But it gets difficult. But uh, on Nate's point, when he was talking about obsession, I, I remember I was talking to some girls at the gym, and even obsession like girls would like eat a cake. Like they go out for Friday night, Saturday night, they eat a cake. Mm -hmm. The next morning they'd be doing like an hour cardio because they're so obsessive where they were like, oh, I ate that cake. Mm -hmm. Or I ate that muffin, or I had dessert with my girls, whatever. Yeah. And then the next day, because they don't have that healthy relationship with food, like you were talking about, she'd be doing like an hour of cardio the yeah. next day and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's, it's, it's strange. Like, uh, like the thing too is also like I find that, I, especially because like what they're seeing is they see like people on social media that they want to look like, mm. and what they see is like yeah, they don't have that piece of cake, they don't have that thing that they're not supposed to have, whatever. Yeah. Then they'll scroll on their phone, look at Instagram, look at Snapchat, TikTok, whatever. Then they'll look, at, they'll look at the fitness influencer and they're like, ah, oh, fuck, I should I eat that? You go to the gym and then they'll be like an hour, two hours on the treadmill trying to burn off. It's like, yo, that's yeah. not how it works. It's a, it's a very unhealthy way of looking at it. Yeah. Right? And the thing is, even, even with, with guys, you know, like the amount of fitness influencers I see pushing unrealistic body expectations, especially for like, like that 16, 17, 15 year old range of kids, it's scary. I used to work at a gym. And when I used to work, and when I worked there, I remember there's these group of high school kids, and they would come to the gym every single time. And these kids have the most unrealistic expectations of themselves. 
because they're watching, you know, they finish the first. I'm not going to name them, but you know who you are. Nah, throw that shade, bro. <laughs> catch all that smoke. Nah, yeah, oh, listen, you know, I'm not scared of smoke, but it's just, yeah, like, there's ahead. so many, we would take the whole episode to talk about if I listen to everyone. Now, look at your point about your point on realistic Yeah, like, people, like, like, 16, 17 year old kids have, like, expectations of, like, weight they should be pushing when they're, like, 25. Or they should, or, like, they, look, they want their body to look a certain weight at, like, 16 when it's not going to until, like, 27. What happens is they go to the gym, they, they try the hardest, they don't get there. Someone's like, hey, I have something that I can help you. I don't like what you said about these influencers that are actually the reason why they're on this because they take juice. Right? Yeah. So they get on the juice, they fuck up their body, and then, sure, they might get the, the, the appearance of looking that way, but they're deteriorating their health rapidly. Yeah. Um, you all know the fitness influencer, I'll name this guy, Joey Exotic? Yeah. Yeah, you know who that is, right? Oh, Joe Aesthetic. Joe Aesthetic, thank you, Joe Aesthetic. Oh, yeah. My bad, you're Joe Aesthetic. I need to be saying that. Joe Exotic? That's the first Yeah, I'll just let it slide. You guys are. Yo, before. Yo, meet you in days, bro. Meet you in days. Yeah, meet you in days, man. Yeah. But yeah, like, yo, he was actually like a really funny guy. Yeah, alright. Really, funny guy. RIP, man. RIP. Imagine, like, if he didn't take the stuff he was taking. He may be left today. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like the average lifespan of white correct me if I'm wrong, about fifty. No. Yeah. No. Uh, like he's saying with the juice. I'll I'll correct you right here. Correct. There are a lot of bodybuilders. The thing is, people are uneducated. You can take whatever it is at like a reasonable dose. But the thing is people don't know what PCT is. They don't monitor their blood pressure. Right. They don't monitor, They don't do blood work. Right. I was talking to someone where I told, like I said, everything that I learned is like in, in the way kind of thing. Right, right. Right. So I actually go talk to people. I'm like, yo, what are you running? What do you do? How do you do this? He's like, yo, I take this and this and this. But the thing is, I could be blasting all this, right? But I know what the end goal is. Like, right. I'm sorry, the like the end problem. Right, right. So yo, they'll have like. Your testosterone is going to shoot through the sky, but then once you come off that stuff, you like your body, your your, your estrogen is going to go up, mm-hmm. your cortisol levels are going to go up as well. Yeah. The stress factor and all that stuff, which actually is um, will make you like more de- like depressed because like you're stressed now. You look at your body, you're losing your gains. Well, not really, but that's what it looks like to you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like you're like Jay Cutler. Ronnie Coleman, yeah. all those guys are still alive because they have done it. Well, they did juice, but it's more methodical. Yeah, saying? they have more PC. They have knowledge, bro. Mm-hmm. The problem is right now that pisses me off is this kids. Like, okay, yo, you're 16 year olds pushing four plates on the bench. Good for you, but once you come off, mm-hmm. are you gonna do PCTs? Are you doing your blood work? Are you checking your blood pressure? The, you know, I think uh, the way uh, Joe Stetics died was because. Was it? Uh, he said he was feeling. I think either on his left or right, he was feeling like some kind of pinch pain that was running through his like to his arm. I was telling you about it, right? Yeah, and he, he had a heart attack. Huh? Yeah, those are the the signs. The, he, he, I was asking you about that. Remember? Sense. But the thing is, was it contributed to his use of drugs? Or Absolutely. Did he did did he have some other you know what I'm saying heart conditions or family and stuff? I'm not sure. But I agree with you 100 percent on one point, but I disagree with you because. The average age is about 47.5 or 50 for bodybuilders, competitive bodybuilders. But what you're talking about is like Ronnie Coleman or some other people. Educated guys. They're educated, they take the lab work every year, they take the testosterone, they're using it properly, they have a method. So those people, of course, they can live 
but that's in everything yeah. if you're educated and you're doing it properly but he's just saying in general bodybuilders yeah. are competitive yeah it's 50 years or lower. well yeah that's, yo, the, that's the thing yeah. though sadly sadly sad, sad. for a lot of them yo, a lot of them will be like yo um uh, give me a ridiculous deal. Like they'll be like, I'm running like maybe five hundred milligrams. Yo, I know some some ridiculous shit. They're running like five. They're pinning themselves like let's say seven times a day, three times a week. That's some crazy shit. Yeah. Like introducing that much foreign stuff into your body. Yeah. yeah. Yo, you're of course something is gonna happen, right? Because you're uneducated. Mm-hmm. Right. Like yo, most of like okay, sorry, my mind. No, no, no. But it's like I get what you're trying to say. But like the thing is again. Like think about how many like people like let's say who aren't pros, pro pro bodybuilders or even bodybuilders, but they train like. But then again, they're not doing the let's say recreational things that bodybuilders do to get where they need to get to, and then they get and then they, they, they get pissed because they're not getting the results that they want. So they hop on they hop on the extra stuff, they hop on the juice. Then they deteriorate their health. And like, like you said, on average, yes, you're right. If you're educated and if you know what you're supposed to do, if you know about your blood work, you know about your PCT, is that what's called? Yeah, PC, post-cycle therapy. Thank you. Yeah. If you know and you're knowledgeable about those things, of course, yeah, you can, you know, along your life, people like Monty Coleman. But again, most people are not. Or even, or even let's say, if they are, a lot of are like, they just, they just don't do it. Yeah. They just don't do it because again, like you said, that shit costs money. It does. I, I think, think it's a luxury. Sorry to interrupt you. No, no, no. I, I think that's a luxury. Not not just anabolics, but mm. even the constant with therapy. Yeah, all yeah. Of that. I, I think it adds up. I yeah. mean, we have free healthcare here. Yeah. 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 No, but that's just not free. Right? Yeah. But yeah, anywhere else, like the States, other places in the world, it, it's a luxury. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you gotta educate yourself. <laughs> you have to pay to win. <laughs> if, you, if you can't afford to do it properly, don't do it. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm pro-choice. You get, anybody want to do it? Go ahead. But yeah. It, it comes with consequences. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you gotta understand those consequences. Most people actually understand, understand it. it. There we go. Yeah. I think the biggest thing—it's a luxury, mm. right? But the biggest thing is like the educational part. Like you said, Ronnie Coleman—he juiced, right? He's pro bodybuilder, but he got his blood work done. He had coaches around him. He worked with a doctor throughout the whole year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're all we're all natural and stuff like that. Yeah. But we even educate ourselves on those things. So yeah. if you're especially if you're not natural and you're doing it. Your health is your most important thing. You should be yeah. educated yeah. on your cycles, you know? Yeah, what's the point of being huge if you're left to your 45? Yeah. What's the point? Plus, you can you can actually get so swole naturally. Like, yeah. you, everybody... Yeah. The fast die young. The fast die young. For real, I think it's underrated, like, because, like, you see some people, we even see them on YouTube or on social media. There's some people with some great natural bodies, yeah. but who automatically think they're using Right, even after they show their blood work online and stuff, yeah. you can get such an amazing body naturally. It's just gonna take longer dedication, nutrition and stuff. Yeah. Right? So then before like young people, sixty year olds or whatever, you haven't put in ten years in the gym to get the body, right? So in, until you progress to that point, there's no point in putting juice. If you're not gonna be a competitive athlete or bodybuilder, yeah. there's no real use for juice unless you're forty, fifty years old and you have low testosterone yeah, yeah. for health reasons. Yeah, you're right. Like I think a lot of these kids give your body a chance, you know. Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of these kids they don't is they don't they, like you said they don't give their body a chance because it's about instant gratification and instant like results that they want, right? I mean, if you look at the society in general, that a lot of people don't have the patience that it requires to actually get long term and like long lasting benefits that you really actually would want, anyways. So a lot of these kids they don't know what it actually takes to actually get their natural. 
So you know they they, they take the easy route, right? The shortcuts. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's dumb, but you know that's what they're that's what they're showing. So uh, that's what they're going to do, right? And and like like and it's I like the fact that we are honest about this reduce like, That's cool, but it's becoming so normalized now, right? It's become so normalized that like now it's like if you don't take gear, it's like you can't get there. I remember remember we had the conversation with uh, with Jazz. That's where we're at the gym. Yeah. We're talking about people who could be like natural down on juice, and he was like, no, he's on juice, he's on juice, he's on juice. And the thing is, he's probably right. But even me, I was looking at it, I was like, oh, if you train for like that long, it's possible to get there naturally. There's certain body types, it's possible to get there naturally, but like, because like everyone's on juice, it's just normalized to assume that they're on gear. Like, isn't that crazy to think about? Yeah. But I think it goes back to what you were saying about like unrealistic expectations. Like, you could look really nice uh, naturally, but having unrealistic expectations, like for men or women, mm -hmm. for men, like, no matter how much juice you take, mm -hmm. There's a genetic ceiling you have. Right, right. Where some people are never gonna look like Ronnie Coleman, right? Absolutely. Doesn't matter how much you work out, how much juice you get, you're gonna have a great physique. Right. But you're never gonna look like Ronnie Coleman. He already had the genetics, the work ethic, and then as in his in his competitions, mm -hmm. then he finally went on juice, right? Yeah. To go on to that next level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then there's these unrealistic expectations. So when you're sixteen years old and you're taking juice, even if some people at the gym, yeah. huge dudes would tell me like, yo, mm -hmm. there's no point of juicing if you're not gonna become a competitor like do competitions, yeah. and especially like they feel so sad when they're taking juice, yeah. they're obviously in competition, but they see a 16 year old kid taking juice, they're like, yeah. not only his health, but he didn't even give himself time to like actually get his form right, get his competition. Yeah, and for ladies, I feel bad for them, bro. They go on Instagram and they see ladies that like, it's unrealistic. You have surgery, butt filters, you have, no, I'm serious. You have, yeah, right. no, no, I'm serious. Yeah. No, I'm serious. You, you have BBLs, you have fillers, you have filters, yeah. Photoshop, so that's not what the girl looks like in real right. life. Right and you have this unrealistic expectation you're going to. So now she's going to the gym, starving herself and have, has proper, improper nutrition, trying to meet these unrealistic expectations. Where it's like, if you would just go health, go to the gym and be healthy, get to a fit weight, whatever your weight and height is, yeah. you live a happier life that way. Yeah, you're right. Yo, even the ladies on steroids, man. Yeah. <laughs> I know you talk about I know you talk about Because they don't develop the size that men develop. Yeah. But there's a lot of women on Anabar. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so common. Yo, you can't that tell, shit. You know I mean? That shit makes them sound like black men, bro. All my life, bro. Just, you know what? What are you talking about? I don't want to get beaten over. I'm gonna keep back. Yo, I was talking to some. Yo, one day I was like, I was at the what you call it, bro? The fountain, the water fountain. I was getting my water, you know. So I hear a deep voice right behind me. Like, yo, 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 uh, can I come next? I'm like, yo, this is supposed to be some big ass guy, eh? <laughs> yo, I'm trying to ask shorty. <laughs> bro, I'm like, how should I have a deeper voice than me? Yeah. Bro, this girl's, oh. That shorty is buffer. Yo. Buffer than a lot of men out there. Yeah. Bro, she, yeah. she can outlift all of us right here. All of us right here. All of us. I challenge you, bro, send me your best lift. And I'll tell you straight up. She'll beat it. She can outlift you. She'll beat it. She probably can, so don't even bother. She'll beat it 1,000%. So it's not just an issue for men too or young men yeah. too, but even women you see everything. Even women too. Yeah. But yo, the, the pro I think the problem is bigger with women. But yo, like I'll be honest with you, the way I see food, mm. bro, that, that's what people like they don't understand. Like yo, I can eat like ten thousand calories a day. Right. You know what I mean? But like yo, I, it's not like it's it's oh, it's not like it's not like I'm gonna add that shit the same day. But yo. <laughs> 
Get, get, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I want to talk about one thing that pisses me off a lot, yo. What? And this thing actually pisses yo, if I find someone like this in real life, you won't catch his hands, bro. This hands are ready to eat for everybody, you know what I mean? Catch his hands? Yo, you're 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 right. yo, I'm telling you, yo. They, yeah, there's the sports, bro. There's this one fat guy that pissed me off once. <laughs> and I'm going to say this right now. And I, if you're watching this, yo, yo, don't get on my nerves. But yo, let me tell you this real close. So, this guy, uh, basically what happened was, we're talking about food. This guy tried to justify being fat. It was like his body positivity. I'm like, don't, oh don't come on me with that bullshit. I was like, you're fat, you can change that. You're fat ass. Get off your ass, put the fork down. Get <laughs> the fork down, put the fork down, straight up. I'm like, yo, it's not hard. You can control yourself, right? Stop, yo, like, stop pissing me off, you know? This guy's like, yo, nah, God, me like this, I can't, whatever. Unless the doctor, yo, unless the doctor tells you that you have a, some certain condition, that you can't like disable you from like whatever, like you have tired or some shit, don't come at me. I'm like, stop eating all that cake, you fat ass. Like, get up, go to the gym. Yo, that's the thing. Yo, just get ah, shit. Yo, they're like, yo, oh, yo, being fat is body positivity. Yeah. I'm like, bro, instead of running your mouth, you should go run those mouths. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sugar, yo, I ain't even gonna sugarcoat it because I'm afraid he's gonna eat it, you know what I mean? Like, but like, yo, like, yo, this guy, yo, he eats his words too, I'm telling you, yo, after the time, I know what MR say. He, the thing that pisses him off the most about is that he, the thing that pisses him off the most about is that he, he, he always comes with excuses to why he doesn't go to the gym. But yo, I can't lie, I can't lie. Yo, this guy must have really. Yo, he pissed me off. On my Instagram, there's just one girl with it. He had like, uh, he's an amputee, right? I'm like, now him showing that, and he's, you know, he's like, yo, you know, I survived this. That's body positivity. About shit, you can't change. Bro, get your fast out of the couch. Go hit them the stairs, bro. Yo, I can't lie. Some people need, some people need tough love and stuff, stuff like that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, right, it's, it's, yo, it's not even tough love. No, like, it's tough love because you're, you're holding him accountable because he always came up with excuses to you, but he wanted. A goal that he wasn't putting the effort in, but at the same time, one of the hardest things I don't know about for you guys, I can go work out for an hour in the gym. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get my ten thousand steps at work, but to watch what's on your plate for twenty three hours, I feel like that takes actual discipline. It does, but that's not where the problem is. Yeah. yeah. I hate people that try to justify being fat. Yeah. Just because they want to eat something. <laughs> I, yo, I'll eat. Yo, right now I'll eat whatever I want. Why yeah. now I'm still gonna put in the work? You know. Accountability. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, then it's not even a tough love. I hate people that try sugarcoating shit. Mm. And that's the worst thing to do is lie to yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Especially yo, if, if Nate is like, yo, was that proper form? Sometimes I'm like, yo, that shit, that, that's, that's shit form. Yeah. You need to go deeper or you need to stretch it and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you're right, you're right. I'll be like, yo, see my form. Let me know how it is. Yeah. Or be like, yo, how do I look? Do I look shit or do I look good? Tell me straight up because I don't want to waste time, you know? So, if I'm being honest, like shout out to the people that actually put in the work and stuff. Yeah. Like, yo, I'll be honest with you, it'll get harsh and stuff, but yo, fat people that justify being fat and call it body positivity, yo, I ain't about that, yo. I ain't about, like. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna lie to you. It's like, if you actually think about it, it's actually like a really big problem for society in general. Here's why. Mm -hmm. You do realize that one thing about body positivity means that the. In general, we all have metrics of what we consider to be attractive. What is attractive for women, attractive for men, right? But body positivity is trying to change that literally biological attraction trigger that we all have. Like, how are you going to change 
what I think is attractive, or what you think is attractive, or what people in general think is attractive. Just because you want to lie to yourself and say that, yeah, I can't, I can't fit on a plane, so it's the plane's fault, it's the airline's fault, it's their, like, that's ridiculous to me. How can you honestly look at yourself in the mirror, know that you're overweight, and be like, yeah, I'm super attractive. I've seen this one social media influencer. Like, listen, like, I'm sure she might be a good person. I have no idea who this woman is, like, personally. But, yo, she's ridiculous. She is, like, unhealthily overweight. Very unhealthy. Mm -hmm. And she goes around saying, my, um, was it my, my job or my career is being a bad bitch. That's literally, I swear to God, I've literally heard that. Huh? Where she's like, yeah, my career is being a bad bitch. And she's severely overweight. Severely. Not like, oh, 20 pounds and like, she's, no, we're talking like, you need to be like on like, keto. Like, that's how bad it is. Show you sure you're walking too far. Yo, I'm sorry. You show your shots at Costco, bro. Yeah. Hey, hey, like, that belongs to me. That belongs to me. I'm Costco, you know? Yeah. But yo, now that he says that, is one thing, my bad. I just want to mention this. Nah, bro. Yeah, yo. Gus, but I was reading something somewhere, bro. I was like, how is this possible? Like, I tried, yo, the math mm. wasn't, I didn't, math wasn't mathing. You know what I mean? Here? It wasn't mathing. Oh. Yo, Lizzo. <laughs> yo, yeah! <laughs> I exactly oh, what I thought about it. Lizzo was fat shaming her own dancers. I know! Friendly fire, bro! <laughs> Friendly fire, man, come on! Yo, I was like, how is she fat shaming? I don't, I don't even know. I was, I was so confused. But yo, I'll be honest. I have nothing against fat people. Like you, you, you're doing something to better yourself every day, and I love that. Keep going, cause I started there too. I was one fat ass, bro. Like I'm not even gonna tell. Like I have nothing. Mm -hmm. I was 100 kg fat when I was like 15. Ah, uh, fat kid exactly. Yeah, hey, yo, we have But yo, the problem was I, I didn't have no one to talk to. I did it the wrong way. Messed up more than I thought. More than my mental health, my metabolism, all that stuff. I messed it up. Yeah, tell them what the doctor said about you. Yo, this guy over time. Yo, the doctor said law, you know? But now, so you, know, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yo. So, let me say, let me say. When was this? There was one time I went to the doctor, yeah. right? And I was like a 14 year old. Yeah. That was one. Fat nigga, yo. <laughs> I, yo, I was. My guy, I was like, yo, holy shit. Yo, I was two people walking, bro. Like, yo, there used to be like some limits and shit like that back in the day, like in some places. And I'm like, yo, you can't get on. I'm like, nigga, why? It was like, yo, you're fat. Straight up, it was like, you're fat. I'm like, yo, how you gonna say that straight to my face? I'm 14, bro, you know? I'm like, how you gonna say that straight to my face? And then, yo, like, the thing is, doctors too, these niggas have no filters, bro. Some of them, yo, I'm telling you, I, I, that doctor, bro, well, yo, I would have eaten that nigga, yo. I, yo. I was gonna chop him up, put him in the grill. Awesome. And this is an apple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo. So they, they got no filter. No, good thing okay. They'll, they'll tell you what you're doing. Yo, like, yo, that's a good thing, though. That's a good thing. There's some doctors, like, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, you're just a little off. Nigga, tell me I'm fat, bro. Just cut the chase. I'm fat. I know I'm fat. You know? I was a fat boy. I was a fat, yo. My nigga. I can't, I can't even, like, I can't even, like, exhaust. Reminded me of this thing, because, like, you were talking about the Lizzo thing earlier, right? So she was on stage, she was dressing, uh, she, she was dressing in kind of like a see-through dress. Mm. She twerked, mm. and people were like, why are you playing the flute and twerking? And a lot of men were just saying, hey, like, I don't find that to be the most attractive. 
and a lot of guys got heat for that. Even what? Some, even some famous guys, right? I won't say their names, but like girls were attacking people for that. They're like, body positivity, she's beautiful, whatever. Right. But there's a lot of uh, hip hop Chrissy uh, in it because like I was talking to a girl and she's like, she's talking about body uh, image and stuff, and she's saying Lizzo's beautiful. I was like, yeah, Lizzo's beautiful. That's perspective. But you remind me of her. And she. <laughs> Because like it's not that she's uh, not beautiful, she doesn't have good personality, but she's at an unhealthy weight, right? And so she can get heart disease, diabetes, all this other stuff. So it's like, yo, we just want you to be healthy and fit, because like men are held to a certain standard in society. So we're just saying what we think is attractive and not attracted to it. And so with that Lizzo thing, it became controversial and polarizing. Yeah. But the thing is, it's just like there's a healthy weight, there's a healthy height, yeah. there's these healthy standards, yeah. and there's a range, but it's like we just want you to be healthy, it's not yeah. just because so you look paying and you look fit to us, yeah. but it's also because like you're avoiding heart disease, diabetes, cancer, yeah, all that yeah, yeah. stuff, mental health issues, right? So, hey man. so at the end of the day, you know, we all want to be healthy, we all want to be happy, so get your lazy ass up, <laughs> go to the gym, <laughs> fat and beautiful, you know what I mean? It's not just fat, trying to get in shape, trying to be swole. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever your goal is, just hold yourself accountable. Work hard. That's it. Give, give some advice to the people, man. Okay? Give some advice to the people. That, that's it, man. <laughs> Be accountable. Mm -hmm. Train hard, whatever. That's, that's it, it, huh? That's it, man. No bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, going to the gym and just eating nutritious or focusing on your fitness just helps you live your best life. Everybody wants to be healthy, right? Mm -hmm. No matter what you do, yeah. money-wise, spiritual-wise, Mentally, physically, financially, whatever. If you don't have health, you don't have nothing. So yeah. that's the main point. We all, we just want people to be healthy and be real with themselves about that. And health is wealth, right? Health is wealth. That's a fact. That's a fact. Hey, yeah, man. Hey. That's a good place to end this episode. Yeah, yo, I gotta go. The city needs me. You know what I mean? Are you Batman, nigga? Yeah, bro. He's a Batman. Yo, <laughs> he's a Batman. No, no, he's a black man. I'm Costco by day. Black man by night. Who? I do what I gotta do. Okay. I can do what it does before it does what it did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, guys. Thank you for coming to this week's episode. We'll see y'all next week. One time. Stay dangerous. Stay dangerous. Till next time. Till next time, yo.